0: In, in reminding us what worship is about. Mm? That worship is about him. We, when we come. When we come. We come each time to, to celebrate God. To approach. To kiss him. So even the praise and worship leaders. Like my brother here. Their job, their responsibility is not to get us to worship. Their responsibility is to worship. And that we might join them. Amen? Alright, that's not where I'm going this, this in this service. But what we want to address, what we want to look at this morning is, that, is a well-known passage of scripture in Numbers chapter 11. I'm going to just read a few verses for us. Looking at the theme, it's time to leave. I want you to look at somebody and say, it's time to leave. It's time to leave. I know you might be wondering, leave what? Leave where? <laughs> so, so, I'm not saying get up and leave now. Right? Don't go anywhere. But, but what we want to look at is, is it's time to leave and the the time to leave or the thing that we want to leave this morning is an attitude of ingratitude. Hello, we need to leave an attitude of ingratitude. God has been too good to us for us to not be grateful. Father, we give you thanks for this time in your presence. We thank you for your word to us. May your word be exalted. We want you to be glorified. We want your people to be edified. May it be clear. May it be simple. May it be powerful to change lives. As we give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, so we want to pick up uh, the, the reading from verse 1. Where we find... The text says, Now the people complained about their hardship in the hearing of the Lord. And when he heard them, his anger was aroused. Now, we need to remember the context here. The context was that here was Moses leading the people people, to the place where God... Had in store for them. To the place where God had promised. But the people. If you remember them. Really ungrateful you know. It's, it seems as if them have short memory. Because this was a people. Who were crying out in Egypt. They were suffering in Egypt. Under the persecution. And, 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 and the, the bad treatment of Pharaoh. And his people. And they were crying out, and the Lord delivered them. And when the Lord delivered them, they came upon a little difficulty, a little obstacle. Well, I shouldn't call it a little, but it was an obstacle in their way. And remember, the enemy was chasing them. There was no way to the left and no way to the right. And Red Sea was before them, and the enemy behind them. And they said, You should you should have left us in Egypt. You remember that, please? They said. Wasn't that what we said? Leave us alone and let us serve the Egyptians. So that was their attitude. In spite of what God had done for them. They soon forget. Anyway, God made a way. And God parted the waters. And they were celebrating God again. And saying, God is a good God. Yes, he is. But then there was no water. And them start <laughs> they start to curse God again. And they seemingly easily forget what God has done. If we are going to be grateful people, we need to remember. We need to remember what God has done for us. Amen? We need to remember. No. But the people seemingly Forgot all about God's provision. Remember they were in the wilderness when when they wanted water, God provided water. When they wanted food, God provided food. It might not be what they wanted, but God provided for them. You can be in want and still be grateful. Hello? You can have a need. We can have need and still be grateful. I'm going to tell you something. Don't take up any stones. Even if God choose to give us nothing more for the rest of our lives. We have enough to give God thanks for. Amen? God has been good to us. And, and, and look at the text. So the text tells us that there were... No grumbling and and complaining, uh, the text tells us, in the camp. And when the people cried out to Moses, they cried out to Moses because of what God did. God brought about a fire and and consumed several of them. Consumed several of them and them get freed. And when the people cried out... To Moses, he prayed to the Lord and the fire died down. So that the place was called Tabira, Because fire from the Lord had burned among them. Now the rabble with them began to crave other food. Notice this. The text said the rabble, there were some people who were among them. Who they wanted other food. Them said, we're tired of this manner." We are fed up with this manna. We don't want any more manna. Manna a manna a day. manna and We don't want any more manna. We need to be careful that we don't want or appreciate what God has provided. Hello? Because here was... situation that when they were without bread, God provided bread from heaven. God provided bread in a supernatural way and they were resisting or refusing that bread. In like manner in the New Testament, God provided bread from heaven in the person of Jesus Christ. And the Pharisees and the scribes say the same thing like these people in the wilderness. We don't want this bread. We don't want this supernatural bread. This bread that gives us life is not the bread we want. But remember Jesus' response. Unless you eat this bread, you will have no life in you. Look at the text. So what we find in the text is that the people... The people were craving, but they were craving not for what God wanted for them. So we need to be careful that we crave the things that God wants for us. hello, And not the things that we want for ourselves. So God judged them in this situation. Notice, so, so they said, <laughs> this, is, this is funny. So the Israelites started wailing verse 4 and said if only we had meat to eat. Because we remember the fish we ate in Egypt at no cost. The cucumbers and the melon and the leeks yum yum yum. They were lying. They they remember that and forget about the pain. They they remember this was the very group that cried out to God. This was the very group. When you read in Exodus 3. It was the very group. That cried out to God. When you read Exodus 14. 10 to 12. Exodus 16. 2 to 3. This was the very group. That was crying out. and said God deliver we. And there were no saying. We miss Egypt. We wish we were in. In Egypt. Well you know you have some Christians who who behave like that, whenever difficulties come, them say, I remember before I became a Christian, me nev- I was never without money. Ma- I'm going to talk to that group here. They- them say, w- 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 I remember when when I, I always have money. But now since-, since we're trying to walk right, it's-, it's pure trouble. Anybody understand what I'm talking about? I can't, I can't find enough money. i working hard. And I'm being faithful. And I'm doing my job properly at, at my workplace. i can't getting a promotion. And those who are not doing well at the job, getting promotion. And my boss telling me that unless him can come up, I can't go up. Alright, skip. So, so the text, so the text, so, and sometimes we believe that it don't pay. We say it doesn't pay to live right. Those thoughts begin to come in. But wasn't that what, 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 what the psalmist said? When you read Psalm 73, you know the psalmist said, of course you're looking at me funny. I'm going to turn to it. You're looking at me like I'm making it up. In Psalm 73, we read the psalmist says, saying to us, um, he says, Surely God is good to Israel and to those who are pure in heart. But as for me, my feet almost slip. I had nearly lost my foothold. When what? When I considered the prosperity of the wicked. Because what was happening to the psalmist? The psalmist was saying, But me to understand this, God. Here I am living right, living for you, and nothing now going on for me. And those who are not living for you and not being faithful, everything okay. Let me read the text. So the, it, the text says, For I envied the arrogant when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. They have no struggles, their bodies are healthy and strong. You ever wonder, oh, <laughs> sometimes it seems like. You are living godly, you're living right, but you still have so much struggles. That's what he was facing. And he was saying, He was saying, I thought to myself that I had washed my hand in verse verse thirty. Let me just turn to It says, Surely in vain have I kept my heart pure. And I've washed my hands in us. It don't make no sense to live clean. Because we live in clean and not now God. He said that he almost said this to the people of God. But he recognized that he would have been wrong. Had he said this to the people of God. He recognized that he would have been wrong. You see, the, the, the part of this text that I like. Is when it tells us in Verse 17. Let, before I bring it to, to, to 17, look at 15. He said, If I had spoken out like that, I would have betrayed your children. You get it? Eh? I would have betrayed your children. The text says in verse 16, When I tried to understand all this, it troubled me deeply. Till I entered the sanctuary of God, till I went before God, then I understood. Here, hey. hey, sometimes some of this we won't understand until we get God's perspective on the matter. Are you with me? So here we find in the text that the people they were they were ungrateful and they were saying, "We want to go back to Egypt." They left Egypt. But they did not leave the practices of Egypt. And if it is that we have left the world, then we need to live different. Amen? And not crave the things of the Egypt that we left. You're looking at me funny. Alright, let me say it this way if it is that we used to live a particular lifestyle in a particular way in a particular context and we now come to know jesus christ as lord and savior then it that lifestyle should not be enticing to us anymore or even listen or even if those desires come it's one thing to have a desire and it's another thing for a desire to have you hello the scripture tells us that if you walk in the spirit we will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. It doesn't mean that you will not have the desires, you know. It does simply mean that those desires will not have you. The point in the text is that if it is that we can identify this attitude, not just in the people of Israel, but in our life, then if we see it, we need to say it. Eh? And if we say it, then we need to stop it. And if we stop it, we need to surrender to God. True? But the thing is this. They, it, it, they did not surrender because they didn't see it as anything wrong. And for, for us to change, for us to move from a place of, of ingratitude, for an attitude that we have to first see it as being wrong. Are you with me? The, the scripture tells us that they were crying out um, that they wanted meat. And you know God gave them meat until meat was running out of their nose, out of their nostrils. Oh, it's sad, it's a frightening thought, you know. So we need to be careful what we crave. Amen. Because you might want what you want. But when you get what you want, you might not want what you get. Are you with me? So the text here explains exactly that. That when they actually got what they wanted. They never really want what they get. So here we find that they were not content with God. They wanted to be content with things. Hello? We need to be content with God. True? We are told that godliness with contentment is great gain. True? Godliness with contentment is great gain. Somebody sing a song that says, There is no satisfaction without salvation you know it s-a-l-v-a-t-i-o-n and true satisfaction starts there hello because if we have everything and not secured in god and by that i mean salvation then in the end we have nothing true in the end we then have nothing so we need to we need to learn from from these people's mistake or what they did learn from the positive practice the positive and 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 refuse to do or follow in their footsteps as it relates to the negative if we are not being grateful we are living in rebellion do you agree you might as well say yes, it's true whether or not you agree. So I'm going to try that again. Do you agree? <laughs> okay, <laughs> <Can> you? <laughs> so 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 we don't want to live in rebellion, rebellion will give us pleasure and pretend to be a friend, but will cause us misery and pain in the end. True. Let me say it again. I don't remember what I did say. <laughs> um, but but, but it, 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 it promises more than what it actually offers. You know? It doesn't fulfill. All right. So I want to give you just a, a, a few points on this then. So you're saying, Garfield, all right... Um, We ought to be grateful and we ought to show gratitude, right? So, who should show gratitude? Oh, we're going to start the message now, yeah? So, who should show gratitude? Hear my answer. Because I know you're expecting me to say you should show gratitude. I want to answer a little differently. I want to answer like this. All who have received the kindness of the Lord. Did you get that? Who should show gratitude? All those who have received the kindness of the Lord. And in my estimation, I think that should include everybody. Amen? But I not going to include you. You include yourself. So if it is that you have received of the kindness, of the goodness, of the grace of God... Then you can answer for yourself. Who should show gratitude? Those who have received his goodness. You and me. So when should we show gratitude? We, you see, the, the, the problem is that when everything good and dandy, it's easy to show, to show gratitude and everything nice. That's right, God, But when all when storm when storms are in our lives, when things and times are difficult, we sometimes not, not so thankful and grateful. True. But we can choose to show gratitude even when everything's not going right. Because God remains good on our bad days. I hope somebody would have did get that. You see, God, God is not necessarily bad when the times are bad. God remains good in our bad times. Amen? And it is, it is our attitude that determines our altitude as it pertains to our relationship with God. True? It is our attitude that will determine oh where we go, oh I we go, with God, not oh high we go in the church, because we can be very high in church and low with God. all right we're going past that point, but we, when should we show gratitude then, in good times and in bad times? true, we should choose to show gratitude. Whether we are in wealth or in want. Sometimes we tend to believe that rich people are more grateful than poor people. Not necessarily so. There are those two who think that poor people are more grateful than rich people. Not necessarily so either. Because what's this? You have ungrateful rich And ungrateful poor. True. Your status. Does not determine. The the level of your gratitude. It is your appreciation of God. That determines your level of gratitude. I need to say this another way. So how much money you have. Doesn't determine whether or not you will be grateful. And how poor you are doesn't determine whether or not you will be ungrateful. You have some people who them, you wonder how oh, them are so grateful to God and, and so thankful and, and always praising and, when they, and them really not have nothing but God. <laughs> 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 oh, you think we it done when we say nothing? Don't you? you think we it done no. but When should we be grateful? When should we show gratitude While I am alive, because you can't show it when you're dead. You notice I keep saying showing gratitude. Why? Because gratitude is something that goes beyond your thoughts. No, it starts with your thoughts. You're not going to do it if you don't think it. But it goes beyond. All right, I'll give you an example. See that lady in the yellow? That's my darling, right? See, you know me, I put some marks. <laughs> All right, so watch this. So watch this. It's one thing for Marlene to bake a cake for me. I mean, I mean, I'm mean enjoy it and it's nice and I mean just enjoy, of course me enjoy it. It's another thing for me to say Thanks. I hope somebody reach me. There, you know. it's another. Yeah, me enjoy it. It's nice. I appreciate it. And then, and then but it's another thing for me to say thanks. And with God, we need more people to start saying thanks to show the, the that. All right. So, so where should we show gratitude? I think we need to show gratitude whether we are in the palace or we're in the pit. We got that example from from a little you. Remember this little boy named Joseph? You remember the little you there? He was grateful to God for the palace, but also in the pit. And it is our attitude in the pit that will determine sometimes whether or not we get to the palace. Are you with me? Because when his brothers hated on him and threw him in the pit, and this is a man that was living for God, him could have said, I'm, I'm done with God. You know much Christian, you know how many Christians. Done with God? Because I live for you and I face difficult times and and, and so many persons not living for you and not facing any difficult times. But done with God? Oh, you have done with God? And God not done with you? (laughs) Hello? God has been so good to... Listen. It is what and how we respond to our pit. That might very well determine how soon we get to our palace hello all right so so where should we show gratitude? I think we should show gratitude when I read psalm sixty six from from basically verses one to seven it <laughs> the psalmist says. He shows gratitude or he, he gives thanks every time he remember God's goodness. So what is my point here? I think I think the where here goes beyond just the place. Follow me, follow me. Say yes, we are saying everywhere. But I'm also saying every So everywhere we are and remember, so if I'm in the bed, and I remember God's goodness, our kindness, we need for sure gratitude. Hello, you see, showing gratitude. Nobody else watches, watches, watches. No one else has to hear my showing of gratitude. So my showing of gratitude is not to show off myself. Jesus, peace. please. Can I help somebody right here, son? My showing of gratitude is not to show up myself or to show off myself. But to show God that I am pleased and I am satisfied and I appreciate what he has done for me. Are you with me? No, then, if only see when we do it, then God bless you. No. Jeez, let me try that group here. Let me try that group here. Watch this. You see, you see even though So I I must not do my good works to be seen by men. But the text is not saying that I must not do my good works necessarily hiding. That's not the point the text is making. The text is not saying that I, I must not be seen by men. I must not do the works to be seen by men. I wonder if somebody gets to me there. So it's not that I must not be seen doing it. I must not do it to be seen. True. So if when me do it and give me thanks, you are blessed, then God bless you. But if you're not seeing it, no matter neither, it was not intended for you anyhow. So why why should we show gratitude? Oh, by the way, in under the when something you need to note too is that the when the when to show gratitude is no to in a rev. Don't wait till I get to heaven. Wait, <laughs> you no. Know? So, so, but but why why should we really show gratitude? Well, hey, you know, there's a psalm. Probably I could close with this. I could close with this. Turn with me to Psalm 100. This is a this is a psalm that we often sing. We, we often sing this psalm, and, and I'll just close with this. Um. It says. It says. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Another translation says, "Make a joyful noise unto the Lord." So, Rev, nobody. Ask. No matter what them say, you yeah, make a joyful noise. And that the scripture say. <laughs> a, joy, a joyful noise. Unto the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord. Or in this context, he says, worship the Lord with what? With gladness. With what? With gladness. So if you're going to come and say, Jesus, I am here to come church today. God is a good God. Yes, he is. Tanaya. He says, serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. No, so is it that sometimes some people come and I'm but to sing because it's not my song. It's, it's, it's. And you have this worship war that goes on in church. Where unless you're singing, you wouldn't know what I'm talking about. It doesn't happen down this side. more Kingston. Where, where Where if you're not singing the type of songs that I like? Because the song that I like is the songs in the seventies. Uh, and if you're not singing those or the or the hymns, then I'm not going to sing. And then the other group say, Well, well, unless you're singing the contemporary songs and the no then then I'm not going to and, and we determine what is worship. And why we give and how we show our gratitude. Something wrong with that. When we read Psalm ninety five you we see it start out where it says Show let me read it so that you know me not make it up. The text, normally the text, the scripture starts and says, come let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the, you know to shout aloud again to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before him with thanksgiving and extol him with music and song for the Lord. Oh, you hear the why? For the Lord is a great God. So I'm good, you know, I'm good to us, but he's also a great God. What, you know, he's not talking about shout aloud and, and sing because he's great and king above all gods. You notice where he's going? But when you read the same text, the same passage of scripture, when it reads the verse 6, it says, come come, let us kneel and bow down and let us worship the Lord our maker. So this thing is not your way or my way. It is, it is not it, we can do it with joyful celebration and quiet contemplation, and both of them are worship. All that us brought after the worship why people. So why should we show this gratitude? He tells us in Psalm 100 says, he said, Worship the Lord with gladness, he tells us how, not just the why no. he tells us how we should come. He tells us that we should show what serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. People not for be more excited about KFC than, than about Jesus. And then the person said, well, not so much, but I'm more excited about KFC than Jesus, but I'm more excited about the Lexus more than Jesus. All right, we're going past that one. So, it says, because he, it is he who has made us, and not we are, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of it. He tells us the why. And he tells us how we are to come. Verse 4 says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. So listen. Get this. Everywhere the Lord is, his courts is there also. So his courts is not just here because you come in this building that we appoint as the house of the Lord. His courts is also done your house, done my house. Because wherever the Lord is, his courts is there also. So you so the things that we wouldn't do in this house here, because we say God is in this house, right? Then we must do it in my house. Because God is in that house as well. Oh, sorry. I'm talking. Let me fix up this. Let me fix up this for some persons. So, this is some of the things that I wouldn't do in this sanctuary because it's the house of the Lord. Then I should not do it at my house. If it is wrong, if it is, if it is wrong and it will displease the Lord. I shouldn't do it at my house either. Because the Lord is also there. And we shouldn't have more reverence for the house of the Lord. Than we do for the Lord of the house. So whether we are on the mission field. Or on the play field. God is there. So later when I fi- As I finish preaching this message. I'm running out here. And I'm going to a match now. And that play field becomes my mission field because God is there so why? he tells us why he says because the Lord is good his mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth for all generations It's time to leave. It's time to leave the attitude of ingratitude. I remember this man who said, I know what you're saying. I know it's wrong. I know it's time for me to do it. Procrastination is my problem. And all it costs me is pain and sorrow. I must deal with it. I'm going to get rid of it. First thing tomorrow. He was still procrastinating. And I trust that no one will leave here saying, Ingratitude is my sin. And it brings me pain and sorrow. But I'm putting it off until tomorrow. God is good today. Be grateful today and say thanks. The Lord bless you.
1: Hallelujah. Amen. So listen, here's what you need to do. You need to say it, right? You know, you don't need a song to show gratitude to God. So open your mouth and give him thanks. Let let, hallelujah. Just open your mouth and begin to give him thanks today. We bless your holy name, Jesus. Hallelujah. We are grateful. We are thankful. Come on, just find ten things and just begin to give ten things. Any no matter what they are, they may be simple they may look like okay this is a normal things uh, in life but just give him thanks begin to thank him for your family thank him for uh You know, just having shelter. Thank him for your job. You may not be getting the salary that you want, but you have work. Thank him for uh, some of the bad experiences that have been have they have worked for your good. They have, have formed part of that transformation of your life. Thank him for your marriage. You know, thank him for your sons and your daughters. Thank him for salvation. Thank Him for His blood. Thank Him for His covering. Thank Him for keeping you this morning in your right frame of mind. You have legs to walk and hands to lift and a voice to shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Thank Him for that. Hallelujah! We thank you, Jesus. We thank you. We thank you, Jesus. Listen, every time God shows up in a place, lives are changed. And there's always the opportunity for life change. One of the things with life change in scripture is this realness, this honesty before God. Where we can admit that God, I need you. I need you. I need you. you." and it's going to be hard for you to express sincere gratitude to someone you don't want to be in a relationship with the relationship is important you know because when you're in that relationship you know the, you, you notice the example that minister used he said that's my darling wife that's a title of love and affection You you know you don't serve a foreign God... A person who is far away... But when you're in this relationship with Him... It makes gratitude flow... And say if you're watching online... Or you're here this morning... You don't have a relationship with Him... This is an opportunity for you... And maybe... uh, You're in the house... And like the prodigal son... You said listen... Give me all that is mine... And you took it... And you walk away... You walked away, but even with him, the scripture said, and he came to his senses, and he said, I'd be better off in my father's house. He got up from where he was, and he went back to his father's house. There was a son in the house, so there was one outside of the house that lost his way, but the one who was right beside the father didn't have a relationship with him. So you can be in the house and not have a relationship with the father. And then you can also walk away from a relationship with the father. But either way... He is the father of the prodigals, the one in the house and the one who is outside of the house. Just come to him. And so if you need to return to him this morning, if you need to commit your life to him, and you're in this building with every head bowed and every eye closed, let's be honest and open before our God. Lord, I want to recommit my life to you. I want to commit my life to you. If that's you this morning, I want to know who I'm praying for, so I just want you to stick your hand up so I can acknowledge you. And when I do that, you can put your hand down. Anyone, you just say, you know, I want to recommit my life. I want to commit my life to him this morning. So I can express this deep, sincere gratitude that the minister spoke of. Hallelujah. We thank the Lord for his word. The scripture says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. I I don't thank him for everything. That I go through, but I thank Him in everything that I'm going through. I, I want you to get that right. In everything, when I'm in the lions, then I will thank Him. I'm not praying, God, give me a lions den to go going, give me a fire to go through. No, but when I'm going through the fire, I'm thankful. I, I love what Scripture puts in this word "through." It's so common, right throughout Scripture. The ch- children of Israel went through the wilderness. The psalmist says through the valley of the shadow of death. There's always a going through with God. And the people who have an attitude of gratitude, they know that. And so we thank you Lord. And we express our sincere gratitude for all that you have done. And all that you are. And everything we're facing now. You will get the glory out of it. I'm going to ask you to stand to your feet with me. Minister said this, listen, the worshippers are not here to, to make you worship. He also said this, listen. It, <laughs> you have to tell the person beside you. What I'm about to do is not for you. It's not, it's not about you. So pay no attention to me. Yes, Amen. Come on. Just tell him. Listen. What I'm about to do now. It's not for you. It's not about you. So pay no attention to me. Come on. Just lift your voice and clap your hands and begin to shout unto God. Hallelujah. He's going to get the glory out of this. He's going to get the glory out of this. Hallelujah. Come on, come on just keep them going keep on shouting unto God. You are going to get the glory Lord. Hallelujah. 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 We bless you. We thank you Jesus. We exalt you. We magnify you. We glorify you. You are great and you are greatly to be praised. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, just keep them going. Shout unto God. Come into His presence. Be him, Enter His course with praise. Be thankful unto Him. And bless His name. For the Lord is good. The psalmist says, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Come on, just make a joyful noise unto Him. And I'm
2: not moved by what I see. Your
1: hand is moving, I know you're moving, listen, we're starting from the top, amen, listen, come on, keep your hands going,
2: come on, I want you blazing fires I set them my their sleeves I need to tell you it's worth it Cause you're gonna get the glory Seen battles by the thousands Seen more lost than victories And in the end I know what matters Cause you're gonna get the glory And i not do my word, i see Your hand is moving I know you're it. I'm here to see your victory You can get the glory You wouldn't get the glory out of me
1: Come on, just clap your hands for Jesus Come on, just take it Jesus just
2: I want you racing fires I spread the prophecies You're here to turn your world you're gonna get the glory Seen sea riders by the thousands Seen more loss and victory and in the end, I know what matters. We are gonna get the glory. But I'm not fooled by what I see. Your hand is moving. I know you're losing this. I need to see. One. You are your own, you are you are you on You are, you are, you are, you are, are one. You are, you are, you are, you are I'm free, 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 free i am free i free i am free i free of free i am free i am free i free i am free i am free 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 yeah. yeah.
1: of gratitude, have a wonderful rest of the week, we meet on Tuesday, for prayer meeting, be grateful, for God is good, even if he does nothing else for you
2: as of today, he is still a good God, amen? You, you are, 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 you are.
1: Amen. God bless you. Listen, there are some books on the outside you don't want to leave. I mean, his book is better than the preaching. So you make up your mind. Amen. God bless you. a oh, wonderful, wonderful rest of the week.